0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا إنه من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ومن يُطِعِ الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله تعالى وخير الهدي هَدْي مُحَمَّدٍ صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدع وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار. Brothers and Sisters in Islam. the topic is witnessing the approach of the last hour And it is known And it is an article of faith to every Muslim Irrespective of the age That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is the creator Who created this universe And brought it into being from nothing And he is the one who is going to end it This Existence wasn't there one day. There wasn't. And Allah brought this existence, the creation, into being. Allah is the first and the last. In Sahih Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ said, كَانَ اللَّهُ وَلَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْءٌ مَعَهُ So Allah is the first. All this what we see, the creation is created by Him. And I I know that many of you have studied in physics the law of the conservation of energy. You remember that? Energy Energy can never be created nor be destroyed, but can be transformed from one form to another, right? And we still study that. Energy can never be created. It's false energy created by the Creator. Allah brought everything into being from nothing. Therefore, Allah will also bring to an end this creation. The malakut, the heavens, the stars, the galaxies, everything will be put to an end. And that is what is we call Yawm Al-Qiyamah, or the doomsday. But when, no one knows when that will happen exactly. No one knows. Except him subhanahu wa ta'ala. But alhamdulillah, Muslims are the most acquainted people about what is going to happen in the future, more than anybody else. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provided us with the information in the Quran and in the sunnah of the Prophet whereas the people of the book Jews or Christians not, not to mention the others let them alone buddhist or hindu they don't know anything about these things and uh, the first place they don't believe a resurrection or doomsday whatever they believe in incarnation as you know so here allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us and informed us about the signs that will precede that great event which is the doomsday. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the Prophet when he was questioned about the doomsday, or the day of judgment, or the end of the world, whatever we can call it, we want to call it. He said subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah al Araf ayah one hundred eighty seven يسألونك عن الساعة أيان مرساها قل إنما علمها عند ربي لا يجليها لوقتها إلا هو ثَقُلَتْ في السماوات والأرض لا تأتيكم إلا بغتة يسألونك كأنك حفي عنها which means, they ask you, Muhammad about the hour. When will its coming be? When will it happen? Say, its knowledge is only with my Lord. This innama, this article, In the Arabic language it indicates it limits the meaning, it confines it. That means no one knows about the knowledge of the answer, about the hour except Allah. No one nobody else. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows when the hour will take place. Its knowledge is only with my Lord subhanahu wa. None will reveal it at its time safe him. No one. We know that the hour will come, will take place, will happen on Friday. We know that on Friday, but which Friday? We don't know. Still, Allah knows. That's why on Friday, the Prophet said, "The best prayer is the prayer of the dawn of Friday." أفضل الصلاة صلاة اليوم and it is the sunnah that the imam should read a saydah and al-insan. And some ignorant Muslims think that the reason that he should read the saydah for the Sayyidah. They don't know the reason. The reason that these two surahs, they remind the people about their creation and their return to their creator. Because the qiyamah will happen on Friday. Its knowledge, its knowledge is weighty upon the inhabitants of the heavens and the earth. Thakulat It will not come to you except suddenly. This is what will happen. Suddenly, the hour will happen. So, much so the Prophet said, "A man would be fixing the pond to water his camel, and he would not be able to." Water is coming from that pond. A person would be eating. He would not be able to finish the morsel of the food. Finish. That's it. So this is what's going to happen. Suddenly, they asked you, O oh Muhammad wasallam, as if you are well informed about it, say, ul. Say, its knowledge is only with Allah. But most of mankind do not know. But as I said, we know the signs as mentioned in the hadith of Jibril, And which you know that a man came to the Prophet ﷺ when he was sitting with his companions and he was dressing white and his hair is, is black and he's a stranger not known to them but they cannot see the fatigueness of the travel because no dust on his hair. And he asked them about Islam, Iman, Ihsan was asking the Prophet ﷺ. And he sat in front of the Prophet ﷺ and he put his own hands on his own thighs. And these scholars, they say, this is how the students of knowledge should sit in front of the shaykh. In front of the shaykh. In that hadith, Jibreel asked the Prophet ﷺ, he said, tell me about the hour. أخبرني عن الساعة. The Prophet ﷺ replied, the questioned one, the one who was questioned, is not more knowledgeable about it than the questioner. You know better than me. Then he said, tell me about its signs. Tell me about the signs of the hour. The Prophet ﷺ replied, he said that the slave girl the slave girl, give birth to her mistress and that you see the barefooted, naked, poor shepherds building tall buildings. This prophecy, we see it back home every day. Okay? We, in Arabia, people, there are nomadic tribes. Just 50 years ago, we were barefooted. Okay? And now we have skyscrapers. By the grace of Allah. But this is also a threat that we are getting closer towards the end of the world. And you can see towers. And you see the owner of the tower, Ra' al Safra. Huh? Those who know Arabic, they understand. Ra' al Safra, the shepherd of the yellow camel. <laughs> that he is the owner. Okay? So this prophecy has been fulfilled. And you see the slave girl is giving birth to her own mistress or master. Here the scholars like Habad ibn Hajar and Fath al-Bari, when they talked about this, they said this is a sign that Islam is going to spread again. And we have no doubt about that by Allah. Okay, we should not despair. We should not lose hope. Islam is going to supersede. Islam is going to spread all over, and we are going to have Rome. Rome, we are going to have it. This, we have no doubt. Our Prophet ﷺ told us about that. Okay, the only thing that we have to be become true Muslims and die upon Islam. That's it. Don't worry about Islam. Islam will supersede and spread. But worry about yourself, whether you will die upon Islam or or, or upon the kufr. That's the most important thing. So here Ibn Hajar is saying that Islam will spread. And we know, of course, the slavery is not there in Islam. It was existing before Islam. And Islam came and liberated the slaves. But still there is a chance to have slaves in the future. And that's the disbelievers. Okay? Their women, when they are caught, it's up to the khalifa, the caliph, to decide whether to enslave them and distribute them among the soldiers, Muslim mujahids, or to set them free. Or to execute them. And this is against the Geneva Convention. Okay? We don't care. This is the law of Allah. So this is a prophecy. This is a prophecy that Islam will spread. Some of the scholars, they explain this hadith in the metaphoric sense. Okay, let me finish. So if, for instance, now you have a woman who is a slave, and you, you can sleep with her besides the four wives. Halal. And her child is legitimate child, is your child. And if you are free, he is free. His mother is a slave, and her son is a master. So she gave birth to her master. And if she gave birth to a daughter, a mistress, and because the mother, she is still a slave. And the moment the master dies, she becomes free by default, automatically. Okay? The other explanation says that undutifulness, undutifulness among the children. Children will become rebellious, children will become undutiful to their parents, so much so that they would treat their parents as if they are slaves. So the mother, the boy will be treating his mother as if she is a slave. And the daughter would treat her mother as if her mother is a slave. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Closer and closer to mankind comes their reckoning, yet they heed not and they turn away. The hisab, the end of the world, calling you to to the hisab, to accountability, to explain what you did in your lifetime, it's getting closer. And by the way, brothers and sisters, your qiyamah is not far from... The think the qiyamah is still far. The moment you die, your qiyamah is established. The moment you die, your qiyamah is established. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنِ السَّاعَةِ أَيَّانَ مُرْسَاهَا فِي مَأَنْتَ مِنْ ila إِلَىٰ رَبِّكَ مُنْتَهَاهَا إِنَّمَا أَنْتَ مُنْذِرُ مَنْ they ask you, O Muhammad about the hour. When will be its appointed time? Wherein you, wherein are you concerned with the declaration thereof? You don't know about it. With your load is the limit fixed therefore. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who knows what time the hour will take place. You are but a warner for those feared. This is the, the, the mission of the prophet. You are only a warner for those who fear it. Those who are afraid of your al-qiyamah, they will uh, receive admonition. Those who disbelieve, forget it. Whether you tell him there is a resurrection, doomsday, they don't believe in the first place about resurrection or about the existence of Allah, etc. The day they see it, when it happens, it will be as if they had tarried but a single evening or at most till the following morning. They think, what happened? Just, it happens of, like that, quickly. Also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, اقتربت الساعة al القمر And this is 1400 years ago happened. The hour is nigh, is close. And the moon is cleft ascender as a miracle for the Prophet ﷺ. He told the mushriks, look to the moon. And the moon cleft ascender, divided into two halves. The moon divided into two halves. And he said, watch. Watch. Abu Jahari said, this is a tremendous spell you cast upon us. This is magic. So they the cleft of the moon is a sign of the hour that it is getting close. So there are certain events and signs that will precede the hour. And these signs are categorized by the scholars into minor and major signs. The minor signs, most of them already occurred. And the major ones, if one appears, the rest after it immediately. Just like a string of beads broken. You cut a string of beads, what will happen to the beads? They will fall one after the other, successively. Exactly. The moment one of the signs of the hour appears, the rest are following. So, talking about the hour it strengthens one iman, and he should prepare himself for that day. And also, it strengthens our conviction about the truth of the The Prophet ﷺ that he is Rasulullah. When we see the fulfillment of the prophecies, he told us this is going to happen, and you see it. This strengthens your iman, that he is the true messenger of Allah. Because what he said, you can see it now, being fulfilled in front of your eyes. When he said 1400 years years ago that there will be women dressed and yet naked. That was difficult for the Sahaba to visualize or understand. But we see it every day. We see it every day. That that prophecy is now fulfilled. Also, we can be aware of the details of these things. If we know about the hour, then we will be aware. Because we know what is going to happen. The Prophet ﷺ said in an authentic hadith which is in Tirmidhi and Muslim and Musnad Ahmad, he said ﷺ, hasten to do good deeds before tribulations like pieces of the darkened night, the fitan. Fitan, brothers, they started by the death of Umar ibn al-Khattab. Because Umar ibn al-Khattab was the door, the gate that was blocking the fitan. And he asked about this gate, this door. What will happen to that door? Will it be opened or broken? The Prophet ﷺ said, no, it will be broken. Umar said, it will never cease. The fitan, they will never stop. And they started by his death. And they are carrying on. And what the tribula- tri- tri- tribulations and the tests that are coming and the afflictions are more and tougher than the previous ones. So much so that the Muslims say, oh, this one will finish me. This fitna will finish me. And this fitna will pass over. He said, alhamdulillah. Then a bigger one will come. And you say, this one, this one. Till the end of the world. So the Prophet ﷺ is telling us, hasten to do good deeds before tribulations like pieces of the darkened night. Wherein a man will awaken a believer, but he, but be an unbeliever by night. In the morning he's a believer, at night he's a disbeliever. Or will be a believer by night and awaken as a disbeliever in the morning. In which people will sell their religion for some partly worldly provisions. People will be selling their deans. And this is what is happening. In order to be, he will be an advisor to the disbeliever, a Catholic. He will be plotting and helping the disbelievers against the Muslims. And he claims that he's a Muslim. So people are selling their own deen. Some of these minor signs, the Prophet ﷺ said, as Anas has reported, and this is in Nasa'i Authentic, he said, among the signs of the hour is that people will compete with one another in building and decorating mosques. How many mosques do you have in UK? So many. How many universities do you have? None. How many high schools? Is there any university for the Muslims here? Tell me. So I can correct myself. But how many masjids? So your children, they go to the educational system of the the government. Where they will study all the, you know what I mean. Okay. So here, the hadith. And not only this, see this hadith which is very, very scary one. He said, وسلم, and this is in Sahih al Jami authenticated by our Shaykh Albani. He said, which means when you adorn and beautify the Mus'haf, Mus'haf, the Quran, very beautiful, the writing. The papers, you can see your face on the page. Reflecting. Very nice. Golden. Flowers around. Beautiful. So we are adorning the Mus'hafs. He said, When you adorn your Mus'hafs, wazakhraftum masajidakum, and you decorate the masjids. You decorate the masjid, you see, the chandelier. Chandelier, they call it. The the chandelier. This chandelier, maybe, only the price of it will build many masjids in poor Muslim countries. And you see, it's very massive. If it falls down, it will kill. (laughs) Okay. Only the chandelier. All right. So here, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, and decorate your masjids, then what will be? The result, فَالْدَّمَارُ عَلَيْكُمْ Destruction and ruin will fall upon you. You will be destroyed. You will be ruined. And this is happening. Masjids, they are beautiful. Attracting the disbelievers. And they became like museums. Frequent visitors. Only we tell them, Just be nice. Put something on your head. Pull off your shoes, please. And that's it. There is no difference between the masjid and the temple. This is what is happening. Also, in Bukhari and Muslim, the Prophet ﷺ said, Indeed, among the signs of the hour, and that knowledge will decrease. Which knowledge? Secular one? No. The religious knowledge. Will decrease. And we see it. How many scholars you have here in the UK? You can count them. How many doctors we have? So many. But scholars? Few. How many scholars in the Muslim ummah whom you can trust and you refer to? You can count them. And all of them are very old. Those who passed away are those who are very close. So what will happen in their absence? Who will guide the ummah? Allahumma Knowledge will decrease. Ignorance will abound, will be... Ra- dominating adultery will become widespread no need to explain this you know it. zina will become widespread wine will be drunk among the the in the muslim world among the arabs in particular you know what they call the wine al khamr um al Khabaif, the mother of evil sharab ruhi spiritual drink See? Spiritual drink. Shameful deeds. Shameful deeds. Actors, actresses, acting, etc. They call it art. Beautiful word. Art. But what is it in reality? Evil. But they call it art. You know why? Because the scholar, they say, Evil is ugly. And any person will reject it. So in order for the people to accept it, the evil, you have to beautify it. You cannot present it as it is. You have to rub it and you have to beautify it. That's why Iblis could not tempt Adam to eat from the tree unless he told him, ala ala mulk Allah khuld wa la Oh Adam, I will tell you. Do you want me to tell you about a tree? If you eat from it, you will have eternity, eternal life. And a kingdom that will never perish and come to an end. And Adam forgot and he ate from the tree. And what happened? His nakedness appeared to him. And he became naked. So it it was not something that will give him eternal life. It was a, a cause for him to come down to earth to suffer. This is the tree. And the Bible says, "You know, when Adam ate from the tree in the Old Testament, he gained the knowledge of God, and he became equivalent to God, so God was afraid. So that's why he decided to, to leave the Jannah. Huh? Now you are a threat to me. Is this God? If one of his creatures is threatening him, subhanallah. And men will be few. Brothers, men, what will happen to the Muslim men? Will be few. Muslim men will be few. What will happen? They will die. Yes. Battles are in the queue, brothers. The confrontation is in the queue. And soon, they are not far. It's not far. And the Arabs in particular, the Arabs in particular, there will be very, very few Men will be few, and women will be many. To the extent that, there will be a single provider for 50 women. One Muslim man, 50 women behind him. Sisters, wives, nieces, etc. What happened to the men? Killed. Killed. Also, the Prophet ﷺ said, time will contract. Become short. Today, Saturday, within a blink of an eye, it's the weekend. Don't you feel it? Weekend. One year oh, over. Oh, which conference is it? The ninth. Yes, huh? inshaAllah, for remain alive, within a blink of an eye, the tenth conference it was yesterday yes time contracts knowledge will be the knowledge will be lifted up the religious one stinginess will be cast people will become stingy they worship the dirham the pound and the dollar etc tribulations will appear and killing will be much killing and in newspaper in the morning see murder 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 everywhere Everywhere, You see this. Also, the Prophet said, and this is in Bukhari and Sunan Abu Dawood. Verily, there will be surely be among my nation people who will legitimize. This is among the signs: illicit sexual intercourse. Intercourse, that means prostitution will become legal among the Muslims, not among the kuffar. And this is now there among the Muslims. In Muslim countries, prostitution is legal. And they have permit. And she would tell you, don't worry. Yes, I, I, I was examined yesterday. So I don't have STDs. I don't have AIDS. I don't have anything. the wearing of silk for men, the drinking of wine, and musical instruments. People will make this halal when it is haram. And the saddening part that you find also, many of what they call Islamic materials, music is there. And you find Muslim, between double-quote scholars, they say it is halal. It relaxes the nerves, the nervous system. It relaxes your body. And some, and then the hadith goes carry on. And some people shall surely alight by a mountain, and then Allah will destroy them by night. People will be uh, making a party under a mountain, and they will spend the whole night. Celebrating under this mountain, and then this mountain will fall upon them. And others will be transformed into apes and swine. The others will be transformed into apes and swine till the day of resurrection. And whoever legitimizes, whoever makes the haram halal, he's a kafir. Is this clear? Anyone makes the halal, the haram, halal is a kafir, disbeliever. And anyone who makes the halal haram is a kafir. It's only Allah who makes things halal and haram. Also, among the signs of the hour, the riddah, apostasy, muslims they become apostate they leave islam and this you see it every day shaykh abul hasan al nadawi rahimahullah he wrote a book beautiful ridda wa aba bakr laha apostasy but there is no abu bakr there is a ridda but who can combat this ridda there's no Abu Bakr now. Writers, they talk about Islam, they reject the Sunnah, they talk about the Quran, they talk about the person of the Prophet. No one can do anything to them. So here the Prophet ﷺ is saying in this hadith, The hour will not be established before some tribes of my nation join the pagans. Many Tribes of the Muslims, they will become pagans, mushriks. And in Yemen in particular, the hadith and sahih Muslim, and the tribe of Daws will worship their idol again, that they used to worship before Islam. So tribes will join the pagans. nor before the idols will be worshipped. And indeed, there shall be in my nation 30 liars, 30 imposters, each of them claiming that he is a prophet. But I am the last of the prophets. There is no prophet after me. And the first one was Musaylama, Al-Kaddaab. Musaylama, the liar, who sent a letter to the Prophet ﷺ. He said, oh Muhammad, let us compromise, okay? You are the Prophet in Hijaz, I am the Prophet in Yamamah. So let us divide it. So the Prophet ﷺ also replied from Muhammad Rasulullah to Musaylama the liar. Okay? And then another woman said, Why Musaylama alone? I also am a prophetess. And her name was Sajah. And Musaylama married Sajah. Then Al-Ansi in Yemen. And the list is going on. Rashad Khalifa in America. Elijah Muhammad. Uh, Ghulam Ahmad Gadiani. He's a prophet. They said he died in the toilet. <laughs> okay. And so we'll not be surprised if someone now comes and says, I'm a prophet. I say, okay, no problem. Prophet ﷺ informed us about you. So join the club. <laughs> also, the Prophet ﷺ said among the signs of the hour, corruption of authority. Is it clear? Authority corrupted? Okay. Corruption of authority. He said, when he was asked about when the hour will will, will happen, will establish, will, will occur. He said. When trust, when the amana is lost, then await the hour. When the amana, you cannot trust anyone, then wait for the hour. So much so, the hadith says that the people in the whole town, if you want to give someone something to trust him, say, I'll give you this property or this wealth, keep it with you for a while. You cannot trust anyone, you cannot, even your brother. So the people would be saying to each other, if you want a man who is trustworthy, there's a man in that tribe. Among us, all of us are, huh? What? Looters. Okay, all of us are thieves. Okay, if you want a man whom you can trust, you can find a man in that tribe. Subhanallah. And this we can see it. And then he said further, he replied also وسلم, to the question, he said, When, when affairs are arrested with those unworthy of handling them, then wait for the hour. Then he said also, and this is in Bukhari, the hadith which is in Musnad Ahmad, he said, They shall come upon people deceptive years. Now we are living these deceptive years. In which the liar will be regarded as truthful, the liar. The truthful one will be regarded as a liar, the opposite. The treacherous one will be trusted. The trustworthy one will be mistrusted. And in which a Ruwaybida will speak, a Ruwaybida. Someone asked, What is a Ruwaybida? He said, The mean, the wicked person speaking about the affairs of the general public. Those who will be in. In authority will be those who are wicked, not those who are qualified, not those who fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also among the signs of the hour, killing the imposters as we mentioned, shorty in water and vegetation, and this is going to happen soon. You know, in Jordan, they have a problem with waters. Though they have the Jordan River. Because Israel sucked all the water. And they take water from Israel. And last year, Israel gave them water, you know, sewer water. The sewer water. What is happening now to the Euphrates and the, uh, what they call it, Tigris? Yes. The other river. And the Hadith that says that the Euphrates will, there will be a mountain of gold underneath it. And now the water, the level of the water is dropping drastically. Because Turkey has established many dams. And built many dams. So there will be shortage in water. There will be shortage in vegetation. No rain. Among the major signs, the prophet's death. The death of the Prophet so, This is one of the major signs. <coughs> among the, sorry, among the signs of the hour. That is one of them. Hudayfa narrated, he said, when he was asked, what do you discuss about? The Prophet asked the Sahaba, they were discussing, he said, what do you discuss about? They, the companion, said, we are discussing about the last hour. Thereupon, the Prophet ﷺ said, it will not come until you see ten signs before uh, it appears, before it happens. And then he made a mention of the smoke, the Duhan, the Dajjal, the Antichrist. Who is the Antichrist? The Dajjal, who is now in, the, in an island in the Sea of Arabia, chained. Don't tell me... They didn't see this island by the satellites. Because Allah doesn't want them to know it. That's it. That's the answer. With all their sophisticated equipment and satellites, they cannot see the wall that is built by the Qarnayn. It's not the wall of China, because the Chinese are roaming around. <laughs> and Gog and Magog are trapped behind. Okay? Then the beast and animal will be stamping the people. Believer, disbeliever, believer, disbeliever. The rising of the sun from the west. Rising of the sun from the west, that's the end of the world. (laughs) And and you found many defiant Muslims in the west, they say, the rising of the sun from the west, that means the khilafah from the west. We don't want the khilafah at that time, it's the end of the world. Okay. So the son here is the real son, okay. Then the descent of Jesus, son of Mary. Soon he will descend, Isa salam, the son of Mary. And all the Jews and the Christians, they have to follow him, and anyone who refuses, he will kill him, cut his throat. That's what Isa will do as a and Muslim, that it is high time, it's nearly a time for Jesus to descend, and he will break the crucifix, and he will kill the swine, and he will not accept the jizya from anyone except Islam. And he is the one who is going to kill the Antichrist, the Dajjal, Isa salam They are waiting, we are waiting. Okay, They are waiting for him, we are waiting for him. Then, Gog and Magog. huge Umayyuj. And landslidings in three places. Landslidings in three places. One in the east, one in the west, and one in Arabia. At the end of which fire would burn from the Yemen. The fire that will drive the people to the land of assembly. This fire starts from Adan, Aden. In Yemen. And it gathers the people to the land of assembly, Ardul Mahshar, And the land of assembly is Bilad al Sham, Lebanon, Palestine, Syria, this area. And the shape of the land of assembly is very circular, like a loaf of bread, white. And this fire will drive the people, assemble them. You can, and the, when they stop moving, it's, the fire stops. When they move, it moves. You cannot go back. So this is the fire. So what will happen to the people who are not in, in Arabia? The scholars, they say, that's where it begins. Okay? Then it might spread to different directions and bring the people. So don't worry. Okay? And would drive the people to the place of their assembly. This is in Sahih, Muslim. And inshallah, the final hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said, the last hour would not come until the Romans, who are the Romans? The Christians. The Romans are the Christians. Would land at Al-A'maq or in Dab. These are two places in Syria. And an army of the Christians consisting of the best soldiers, an army of the Muslims here, an army consisting of the best soldiers of the people of earth at that time will come from Medina to counteract them. Because 960,000 from the Christians will come to fight the Muslims. This is in Bukhari. So the Muslims, they will try to counteract this insult or attack. When they will arrange themselves in ranks, the Romans would say, do not stand between us and those Muslims who took prisoners from amongst us. The Muslims would have taken prisoners from among the disbelievers. And those prisoners then became Muslims. So now the Christians, they say, give us our brothers. So the Muslims, they would refuse. So the, the Muslims, they would refuse that. The Christians they would say, let us fight them. The Muslims would say, nay, by Allah, we would never get aside from you and from our brethren that you may fight them. No, we are not going to hand them over to you. They will then fight and a third part of an army would run away whom Allah will never forgive. Third of the Muslim army will run away and Allah will never forgive them. Then a third part of the army which would be constituted of excellent martyrs in Allah's eyes. Another third of the Muslim army will die, and those are the best martyrs, the Shuhada. in the Allah's eye. Would be killed. And the third, who would never be put to trial, would win. And they would be conquerors of Constantinople. Where's Constantinople today? Turkey. Constantinople was taken before and opened by the Muslims. So now this is the second time as if it will become. Now it is secular state. And the Muslims will have it back. Again, that's the second conquest, Fatih. And as they they would be busy, the Muslims, in distributing the spoils of war amongst themselves, the ganaim, the booty, after hanging their swords by olive trees. This means the fight will be with what will happen to the nuclear weapons? Allah knows. Hmm? Leave it to Allah. Allah has soldiers, no one knows about them. Okay? What will happen to their might? What will happen to their power? Allah knows. And Allah is able to destroy that. And as they would be busy in distributing the spoils of war amongst themselves, after hanging their swords by the olive trees, the Satan would cry, the Dajjal has taken your place among your family. The Shaitan would scream. They would then come out, but it would be of no avail. That is, the news is not true. And when they come to Syria... He would come out while they would be still preparing themselves for battle, drawing up the ranks. So when they reach Syria, the the Dajjal will appear. Certainly the time of prayer shall come and then Jesus, Isa salam, son of Mary, would descend and would pray behind the Mahdi. Isa salam, he would descend, placing his two hands on the wings of two angels. Near Damascus. And when the Mahdi feels that Isa descends by smelling him, he said, come and pray. Lead the salah. He said, no, you are the Imam. And Isa will pray behind the Mahdi. And Mahdi is Muhammad ibn Abdullah from among the children of Ali ibn Abi Talib. And also through the branch of Al-Hasan, not the branch of Hussein. And he looks like the Prophet. Okay? And he, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet said, Al Mahdi yuslihu Allahu fi Layla. Allah yuslihu fi That means he was not upright. He's not perfect. Allah would reform him overnight. And the Muslim, they would give him the bay'ah inside the haram in Mecca. So we know only about the Mahdi from Makkah, from the haram. So anyone who claims that he is a Mahdi, anywhere, he's is a liar. Okay. So the Mahdi, the bay'ah will be given to him in the haram. By the Muslim scholars. And then an army will come to invade and to fight him, and Allah will destroy the army. And the earth will swallow them. Then the hadith goes further. When the enemy of Allah, the Dajjal, would see him when he would see Isa salam He, the Dajjal, the Antichrist, the Messiah of the Jews. The Jews are waiting for this Messiah, and they have already prepared the cow that they are going to slaughter. You know this on TV? You saw the cow? Yes, they showed the cow that they are going to slaughter when the Dajjal appears and the rabbi was testing, uh, examining with the magnifying glass the the, the hair of the the cow. Yes, they are preparing. And they want to destroy al-Masjid al-Aqsan to build the temple for their Dajjal, for their king. But all these hopes huh, will not be fulfilled. They will be white. The Muslims will fight them and they will be hiding themselves behind the trees and the rocks. Even the trees and the rocks they hate the Jews. And the trees and the rocks would say, Ya Abdullah, O servant of Allah, come, there is a Jew behind me, kill him. Except the plant of Gharqad. And this is the plant for the Jews and they are planting it all over Palestine. Where they can seek shelters behind. So when the enemy of Allah, the Dajjal, would see him, he would disappear just as the salt dissolves itself in water. And if he, and when Isa, Isa would follow him, chase him, and he was running up, away from him and Isa is chasing him and Isa then will stab him with the spear at Lud, at the Lud in Palestine where the airport is there that where their king, the false messiah, the antichrist will be perished and we reached the end of our talk though I tried to be uh, shortening it because of the time constraint, and I think have three minutes or I can beg I think begging is halal tonight, <laughs> okay if they are generous enough to give me a few minutes or I still I think how many do you have anything yep, you have three minutes anyway. okay. So I can open the floor for questions, and I prefer that the question should be related to the to what I have said. Is there any question? Yes. Yes, yes, you'll be surprised if you know that there is a hadith that the Prophet ﷺ said the wheat, the maize, all these things will be stopped from giving to Iraq. Food, articles, items will not be provided to Iraq. And now the Iraq has been for years. Under this, what they call them sanctions, and millions of children died. So the the whatever the uh, the, the prophecies that the Prophet ﷺ said, and particularly regarding Iraq, regarding Iraq, and why they are concentrating on Iraq? This is a good point. If you read history, that they, especially even during the Crusades, they concentrated on Iraq. Even the Mongolians, they came from that part. And the Christians, etc. Because that is an access for them to come from that point. It's not because of this particular person or that. No. It is clear. The message is clear. Every Muslim should know. It is, it is a crusade war. And they say it is a crusade war. Why should we now try to hide it? Yes. Yeah, an enemy of the East, uh, the enemy is not a Muslim. So it will happen that the Muslims and the Christians, there will be a sort of, uh, uh, what they call it, they will become allied forces. And then they will be fighting a common enemy from the East. It could be the Chinese, it could be the Hindus, it could be anything. Okay? Then, one of the Christians would raise the the cross. And say, the cross... And the crucifix won the battle. Then a Muslim will kill him, and that is where the what we call it Al malhamah the Grand War, or they call it Amagadam. We have to finish because the next session is very long. Okay, so my time is over. Yeah, okay. Time is over. And the next session is going to be very long. And we will have, inshallah, opportunity to ask some questions relating to this topic in the in the next session. So I suggest we take a break for about half an hour and try and get back by 10.30, inshallah, for the next session, which will include all the speakers, inshallah. How did it